The game of hockey and the world of sports often serves as a distraction from the real world, but what happens when something becomes so big that it affects everything around you and your way of life is suddenly compromised? Well, it's happened with the coronavirus and it has led to the NHL deciding to hit pause on the 2019-2020 season. It has also forced other hockey leagues and other sports associations to do the same. How could a respiratory virus change things? Will things ever be the same again? And can this season be saved? Episode 210 of Lace My Podcast starts right now. And now, it's time. To lace them up, here's Brett and Steve. And welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve Ellsworth. I'm Brett Duboff. We normally don't talk about real-world issues on this podcast. We tend to focus strictly on hockey stuff, but uh, Brett, this week is an exception. Well, I think it's going to be an exception for the coming weeks, too, um, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, first off, before, um, if you've been living under a rock... Um, yeah, the, uh, there's an official pandemic. This is history, really. I don't think the last pandemic that happened was like a hundred years ago with like the Black Death. Um, there was also like the Spanish flu that canceled the season in 1918, where like a third of the world's population died. Um, so, which reminds me with because apparently in the Spanish flu, what happened there was everyone was socializing um, and not taking any precautions. So I urge anyone who's listening right now um, to uh, please stay at home um, and only go out just to get groceries, just to get the essential stuff. Do not, this is not time to uh, dilly dally. This is very serious. Um, it's like a world, like, no matter where you are in the world, you should do it. Um, even if even if you're young, even when you're even if you're healthy, um, just not worth the risk. Especially because um, it seems to be this uh, virus is more critical to people, old people, um, and people who have uh, respiratory problems already. So um, you don't want like if you know any of those people, which I. I promise you do because everyone has parents. Um, then uh, yeah, just just do it for them, um, and do it for any old person or anyone who's sick. Um, so that I should <laughs> mention that off the bat, um, everything like that, um, and also yeah. So I guess what happened was about. I mean, this really started like three weeks ago uh, when, like, well, I guess two months ago, uh, where in China, um, there was a bunch of people were getting uh, this coronavirus or COVID-19, as they're calling it as well. Um, and then, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, it spread. Uh, someone in like a cruise ship to California got it, uh, someone, and then um, all of a sudden, now, like New York is getting it huge. 
Um, and then uh, little by little, now it's spreading all the way everywhere in the world. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's very scary. Um, and yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's dark times. Um, and uh, I guess like in terms of sports leagues, uh, what happened was uh, initially it was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. The, I think the Sharks were planning on not having any uh, fans in their game uh, at their games. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets were also doing it. Um, there's a couple of other teams I'm blanking on. There's always those jokes that the Senators and the Panthers aren't like they don't have to worry about this issue because no one goes to the games anyways. Yeah, they've been practicing this for years. Yeah, they've been they've been on it for for centuries. Um, but um, but the, and then there was like then they allow like the NHL said that no media members was allowed into the locker rooms to try to uh, circumvent from this from happening. And then on a Wednesday, yeah, I believe it was Wednesday. Um, yeah, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday night. Yeah, right, you know what I'm referring to now. But uh, yeah. uh, Rudy Gobert of the uh, Utah Jazz, he had uh, he was te- he tested positive for uh, the coronavirus um, during like they had to postpone the game um, and all that stuff, and then they eventually had to suspend the game. And the thing is, is that um, you're you know. And a lot of NBA teams share locker rooms with NHL teams. Um, so if so, everything's connected. Like the Bruins and the Celtics share a locker room. Um, they're probably affected. Um, there's you know the Rangers, Knicks. Uh, you know I could go on and on. Sixers, uh, Flyers, Raptors, Leafs, um, all that stuff. And um, so like the NBA locker rooms are pretty much the same as the NHL locker rooms in a way. Um, and I think when like you, someone did it like, um, did like a chart, try to figure out like who could be affected. And it turns out like a lot of NHL teams could be affected just because of Rudy Gobert. Um, and I, I'm thinking like, you know, don't blame Rudy Gobert, even though he was a bit of a, a you know what, um, I forget if we can swear on this podcast or not, but we'll call him. We'll call him. We'll call him patient zero okay. in terms of sports. Yeah, athletes. he was. We'll call he him was a, zero. But that's kind of my point is is that I'm not sure if he was really patient zero because it could have been any athlete. It could like there hasn't been a NHL player to be diagnosed yet, but it's very possible that it will happen in the coming weeks. Um, and at that point, when the NBA canceled their season. Um, or suspended their season, um, you just have to, like, you know, every other sports league in the world uh, did the same thing. Um, I believe Italy has uh, quarantined themselves, like, no one's allowed to go out there. Uh, There's a bunch of little details and stuff like that, like, they already canceled their soccer league. Um, uh, Like, I could go along the list, like, the Masters are now gone the uh the boston marathons canceled postponed um pretty much everything is postponed so the nhl uh postponed their season i believe bettman said is their plan their hope is that they'll come back at the end of april which would mean that they would come back during the playoffs so it's like the end of the regular season um 
And yeah, like I remember Steve pre-notes had here is like, was this uh, the right move? And I'm like, I'm laughing at that because they should have done this a lot sooner. Like, I mean, sh admittedly, I wasn't taking it as seriously as I should have been um, until like this Monday. Um, but like, if this is like serious, like everyone should stay alone, stay home and you should avoid large crowds. Yeah, they should have done this like for immediately. Um, like they should have, like the whole world should have been more focused on this uh, because it could spread now. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people are taking it seriously enough. But enough on my soapbox here. But uh, yeah, it's a um, scary situation. Um, I'm I'm a little bit optimistic that this will this won't last until like the end of June. But um, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. This might be the end of the world. So um, yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, it's certainly the closest thing to the end of the world. Hopefully the last one I see, I prefer not to be living through it at all, but right. here we are. Um, here here in Ottawa, I can tell you that today alone, our medical health officials believe um, if they haven't popped up, there's at least a thousand cases of coronavirus. As to the severity, we don't know. Um, and there's a lot of questions about the coronavirus. First of all, we don't have a vaccine for this. There's, right. there's no vaccine for the coronavirus. Um, Although, I don't know. Oh, sorry, Don, I'll let we, you continue. We, yeah, I, I hear, I hear maybe progress is being made, but yeah, yeah, Saskatchewan. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully someday we'll get one. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, but uh, in the in the meantime, there are a lot of unknowns with the coronavirus, and it's the fear of the unknown. I think that has everyone in kind of like a state of shock and a state of panic because you're you're taking a look at society it's 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 just having like this sort of like inner crisis like no one can prepare for an event quite like this this is absolutely unprecedented you can't envision yourself in this scenario it's it's almost like it's straight out of a fiction book you know like that you know like the whole world you know gets attacked by like this disease and you're, you're trying to avoid it as best you can and it's not fiction this is real this is real life stuff it has in some cases been fatal and people don't know how to stop it it's easily transmissible which you know it's it's kind of tough to tell the symptoms until you go yep. through them yourself you might have coronavirus and they're not testing every single person for coronavirus there's a bit of restrictive testing going on right now so there could be people that maybe slip through the cracks if you beat coronavirus once we don't know if you can possibly get it again after you had it the first time that's why part or at least part of the reason why um there are a lot of people freaking out about this and and me myself i'm concerned uh, everyone should be concerned frankly and if the nhl went about the regular business and still tried to play hockey games 
I bet you don't stop any of the other leagues from following the NBA's lead. Um, I think the NHL's decision kind of made the other hockey leagues react very swiftly, though. Right. Um, shortly after they made their decision, the AHL suspended their season, the ECHL suspended their season, uh, the CGHL canceled the entire playoffs, 10 different leagues across Canada. It's all over, no hockey, it's done. Um, OHL, QMJHL, WHL, they hit pause as well. Um, the Women's World Hockey Championship canceled. The men's in Switzerland this coming Tuesday. That will be decided. I would be shocked if it went onward. It's probably going to be canceled as well. Um, there are leagues across Europe that have canceled their season, including the Liga in Finland. Uh, Helsinki Jokerit has withdrawn from the KHL playoffs, who are playing hockey games in front of no fans. Uh, the SHL in Sweden has decided to postpone play. Their hope is to resume March 24th. And when they do, the playoff series won't be a best of seven. They'll be a best of five. Um, so maybe that's a route the NHL takes depending on when they get back. We'll see. Um, and, and the list goes on. It's not just hockey. It's like you said, soccer, basketball, March Madness, not happening. Not even playing games in front of fans. It's not happening period uh you mentioned golf events there uh, there's baseball mlb canceling the rest of spring training suspending the start of its season for at least two weeks um the cfl um to the season there have been some events that uh, have been canceled um the xfl has ended its inaugural season after one of its players tested positive um, the Tokyo Olympics are very much up in the air, despite what Japan's leader says. I really, I really see a 50-50 chance it gets uh, canceled or at least moved to a later time this year or maybe even 2021. Um, tennis, lacrosse, figure skating, rugby, you name it. It's probably been canceled. Like, bands are canceling concerts. There are festivals being canceled i'm sure there are broadway plays that are being canceled because of coronavirus it's affecting absolutely everything it's affecting businesses it's just taking a massive hit on the entire world and we're, we can't really put into words how big of an impact this is going to have on the world at large until it's all over. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you did mention that there's no vaccines. Um, there, it, it is funny. Apparently, uh, a group, a medical group in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada, uh, they came up with a, uh, a vaccine about like two days after NHL suspended their season. Uh, so it's like a running joke now. It's like once Canada, like once hockey is suspended, then can Canadians get to work. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny, but of course, uh, hopefully, you know, there's a lot of testings and stuff. Apparently, like a vac, like a, a proper vaccine would be available by next year. Um, like, but I assume they would rush order everything. 
uh, considering this is a pandemic and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's tough to see. Mm-hmm. So say, um, anyways, it should also it should also be mentioned that it should also be mentioned that apparently China has gotten past the peak right. of its bout with the coronavirus. Let me remind people that problem started for them in early January. It's mid March, yep. so that's two and a half months. Yeah, so it, so it, it could last till be not April. It could drag. It could drag on into May. It could drag on into June, for all we know. Yeah, for sure. So this is going to be our life for the next two months. So, um, and it's, it's yes, it's pretty scary. But um, try I'm mm-hmm. try to stay calm. I know um, we're not medical experts at all, obviously, but um, no, all the medical experts would be telling you to stay indoors um, and only go out when essential, um, and that's it. So, um, yeah, and like all the schools are shutting down now and all this stuff, and um, so yeah, it's it's pretty scary, but it's something that we have to do to, to keep society here. Um, all right. Yeah, I think I think it. I think the NHL the re the reason it took them so long to like react and not react right away is because it wasn't knocking on their front door right away. It was mostly right. in Iran. It was causing chaos in Italy yeah. and later Spain and France and of course China, the epicenter uh, right. from the very beginning. It it's hasn't been until like the past couple of weeks where it's really hit North America and it's become a big deal, and. I think the very second Rudy Gobert tested positive, it was full stop right away. Yeah, no, that's fair to say. And I think there is something to like, and also Tom Hanks got diagnosed with it like 30 minutes after uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, So then that's like, oh, okay, this is actually serious. When Tom Hanks, um, like beloved by everyone, uh, gets coronavirus, then you're like, oh, this is actually something that we should be worried about because i think beforehand me myself included i was just thinking like oh this is just like a flu it's not gonna bother me um and and then when you hear all these reports um like that like oh it's like killing people and uh it's not like you know maybe some like it is mostly old people are dying from it but i live with a lot of i live with two old people right now so like I can't afford to to get sick right now because it's very contagious um, and it's something that um, yeah we should all be mindful of. So even if you are healthy, uh, just keep it like you know just keep in mind that the whole world um, will get sick um, and all that stuff. So just try to be one of the lucky ones yeah. and doing the the taking all the precautions. Wash your hands. Um, use hand sanitizers if you have them um and all that stuff so yeah um i think i think also travel is also kind of the silent killer in all of this because like airplanes are like freaking petri dishes oh yeah like they're just like trains a breeding ground they're a habit for bacteria and and it's something that nhl players rely on to get from destination to destination Um, and it's, it's the assistant coaches, members of the media, they take airplanes too. Yep. So the NHL is going to have to take this into account when they're thinking about sending 
their players and their staff members out to all of these games, they need to make sure this thing is contained and it's going to be up to governments at all levels and various countries. Um, well, thankfully the only NHL only has to worry about North America for now, but um, they need to make sure that before they send their players out there, that things are stable because the last thing you want is a relapse and someone testing positive after you. Yep. Start your season and then you're back in town again. And then at that point, probably canceling the season is the only option. Of course. Yeah. So that takes us into this. Uh, what do you think happens for the season? What are the chances it doesn't resume at all? Um, yeah, I think I think there is a chance that like we'll just play to like May. Um, like this will last till May, but obviously I, I have no clue. Um, so I could see them just starting the playoffs. Um, and but at the same time, if you're like very pessimistic about everything, then this this <laughs> this league will probably uh, be canceled, uh, you know, um, if this lasts longer than that. So, um, yeah, I could see it getting uh, pretty bad pretty quickly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so what, are, what, are, what do you think are the chances this will resume, um, or if, if at all? Well, it depends on what happens and how... Right people conduct themselves over the next month or so that's going to be a telltale sign uh, whether people are self-quarantining themselves uh, properly whether people are you know taking care of themselves you know disinfecting themselves that kind of thing keeping a safe distance limiting social um gatherings you know uh, limiting uh, the group people that you hang out with uh, keeping a safe distance i've mentioned that um, but I'll mention it again because it's very important. And I think the NHL is going to keep that in mind for the next 12 months, not just for the next four to five or um, however long it takes to get through the rest of the season. This is going to be something they monitor well into next season. And I'm talking about their approach with conducting locker room interviews with players, coaches, post-practice, pre-game, post-game um, highly doubt it goes back to the way it was in november or december where this wasn't an issue at any part of the world um we also don't know if the coronavirus is a seasonal thing like the version of the flu people are used to seeing um so that'll be another thing to keep in mind so these new measures by the nhl if and when the season gets back up and running or if and when the new season begins they're probably gonna keep in mind uh, these measures and then if the nhl does resume its season which i i think at this point is a 50 50 chance they do um they have to keep in mind the social gatherings that san jose was considering and columbus was considering and it basically equals no fans in the building just the people that have a say in what goes on at the rink. We're talking like team staff, scouts, players, coaches, the usual general managers. But if you're a fan, don't even bother parking your car, stay at home, watch the game. Um, what I will say is that there are 
a lot of businesses that kind of rely on these hockey games, the radio and TV stations that pay lots of money, um, that pay broadcasting rights to broadcast these games. They're paying lots of cash for this content. And there are businesses in their markets paying ad time on their broadcasts because they know people are going to be slash watching the games and that is their time to really promote their products so steve did we lose if businesses are struggling to have the funds or they're are struggling to find the funds to pay for advertisement and when for TV and radio that hurts TV and radio's bottom line because they're paying a bunch of money to the NHL to broadcast their content and radio and TV have got people to pay because of course you need people to help deliver the content you need a color commentator you need a play-by-play guy you need guys that break down the intermissions the post games the pre-games mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff you got live from the locker room reporters right so that's just one side of the business there's also the arena staff the ushers mm-hmm. the people that clean the building that make it look sparkling nice there's people um that um i i think i said con- concessions as well um but there's people at the merch shop as well right and these arena workers they're not making front office level money they're in some cases these people are working from paycheck to paycheck and if they're not getting paid because there are no games people are not coming to these games because the fans are being told to stay home yes the games might be going who's making any money the owner's Mm. not making any money the concessions are making any money the merch shop's not making any money so even if this season goes on it's probably still going to hurt business at the rinks it's going to hurt business for the nhl and in turn it's probably going to affect the salary cap which as brett's bruins might know could probably use a little bit of an increase to keep someone like i don't know tory crew yeah yeah well speaking of the bruins uh brian marchand um started a gofundme to um to uh to help pay for all the workers at td garden um and um which is nice and all and i think like tuka rask uh david pasternak and sean corrali have already contributed i'm sure a lot of other bruins and celtics have already done their stuff too or donated some of their salary to that as well but jeremy jacobs makes about like two point maybe i think four billion dollars a year uh he can afford to pay all his workers um, for for this, and I think like there was a report that I think it was there was a couple of other like oh Zion Williamson of New Orleans he's gonna pay for all the arena workers and all that stuff. Uh, there's a couple of other players. I think Mark Cuban 
has said that he's going to pay everyone who works the stadium as well. Um, that was like the first thing that he he noted when he um, when he uh, when he found out that the NBA was suspending their season. So yeah, but like so it is. You, you do bring up a good point that like there's a lot of people who who do work on the arena stuff who can't afford to miss out on work not just arena people but like literally everyone who's living day like paycheck to paycheck so um so yeah but um but that should you know the owners should pay for all of this stuff it shouldn't be up to the players it should i mean it is nice that the players are doing it because they can't afford it too but it should really be to the owners but that's a that's a different issue um <laughs> Um, okay. Um, so which, so assuming there is just a playoffs here, I guess we're just going with this assumption. Um, which team benefits from this brief suspension and which ones are hurting the most if this season is lost? Um, so currently, um, there's a lot of different teams that, um, or like a lot of teams have, like have played 70 games. A couple have played 68 games. A couple have played 69 games. Um, and so, uh, currently, like, the standings we see here are probably not going to be the official... St- like, they would probably just go by a point percentage or winning percentage um, instead of what we what we see in the standings right as of now. So, yeah. um, so... I have she here because the athletic James Myrtle, he did a, he said that if the playoffs started today and they did it by point percentage, um, the Atlantic would remain unchanged. So Boston, Tampa, Toronto, they would stay the same. Washington, Philly, and Pittsburgh uh, would be the Metro. So that also remains unchanged. Um, and then the this is where it gets a little tricky. The wild card. Um, is Carolina and the Islanders. Uh, currently, it's Carolina and the Blue Jackets. Um, so the Islanders and Columbus would be flipped, um, and Columbus would get screwed. The Islanders would be lucky that they uh, that this happened. Um, I mean, no one's lucky for the situation, but you know what I mean. They're fortunate, I guess, is the right term to say. Um, and then... Um, and then in the Western, this is where it gets a little bit complicated. So the Central remains unchanged. It would be St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas. Um, and Dallas has lost six straight. So they would have le- likely have been, um, they were going da- on the downturn anyway. So they would have likely uh, maybe not even made the playoffs um, <laughs> since they did lose six straight. Um, but that remains unchanged for the Central. Pacific, it gets a little tricky here. Uh, Vegas, Edmonton, and Vancouver would make the would be the three in the Pacific in order, and then the two wild cards are Nashville and Calgary. Uh, currently, uh, the three in the Pacific are Vegas, Edmonton, and Calgary, um, and the wild cards would be Winnipeg, Nashville, and Nashville. So this is one of those ones where. Uh, Vancouver gets a, a better seating because they would be th- third in the Pacific, whereas now they're um, they're tied with Nashville 
for that second wildcard spot. Um, and they get the short end of the stick that way. Um, and then Winnipeg wouldn't even be make it. So they would be screwed as well. Um, but um, Vancouver would be the third, as I just mentioned. Nashville would, uh, would also be in. I guess they would be in either way. But um, yeah, so Winnipeg and Vancouver uh, would be the two switches um, in a weird way. Um, and also, I guess there are other teams like Steven Stamkos has a long re recovery time. So if they're going to delay the playoffs and it's like, could you imagine the Stanley Cup playoffs in like July? <laughs> that would be uh, kind of crazy. Um, so if they were to do that, then like Steven Stamkos would be back. Maybe Jake Gensel would be back. Maybe you have, um, I don't know, there's probably a ton of injuries of guys who are um, who could be back um, instead of if you did this playoffs uh, not soon, um, you know, if you just we just kept on going. So uh, those are the teams and players that would probably uh, benefit from from that. Yeah, for, for me, for me, in terms of teams that would benefit, I would probably say Colorado because even though they've been kind of on a roll, uh, in the standings, they're only two points back in the division lead as well. Winners of seven of ten. Um, this team is still very talented. Um, they were also about to miss the services of Nathan McKinnon for one to two weeks. He's yep, likely going to be back almost certainly by the time they're ready to play again. They also have Miko Ranton out for multiple weeks. Maybe he's ready to come back by the time. Uh, the season gets back underway. So Colorado is going to be the closest to fully healthy they've been all season long. And they're still a very good team. So they would be primed for a good playoff push. I think this would help Colorado. Um, in terms of just refreshing their minds and keeping them laser focused and locked in um i think this unexpected break could also benefit the st louis blues for the long season they had last year uh could do them some good dallas like you said they've been going on a slide they need their goalie tandem to stay hot um maybe a break is just what the doctor ordered there they also need the offense to get going maybe this break helps them pittsburgh another team on their uh, losing skid they've dropped seven of ten um, offense and defense, not where it needs to be. Perhaps the rest helps them. Same with Washington. Their goaltending hasn't been good enough over the past month. Ovechkin's looked a bit streaky. The Islanders, yep. losers of seven straight, hanging on to their playoff lives. They could also help. And the Sens, because they have nothing to play for, and um, everything's falling into place for them in the lottery. So I think those are the teams that really benefit <laughs> Of course, you say um, Ottawa. <laughs> so at, at the moment, at the moment, there's a lot for some teams to be thankful for that this break happened. When yeah. It did. Yeah, that does break. I didn't even think about like the lottery stuff. I guess. Yeah, the Sharks are screwed. The Red Wings <laughs> are screwed. I mean, they were already screwed, but the Red Wings, yeah. I think, actually clinched the worst record. So it doesn't matter yeah. what they did or when the season ended; they were gonna get they were gonna get the best odds anyway. And you know what the worst part is? And I know some one of my Bruins fr uh, friends was saying this, but uh, I mean, I guess 
Pasternak and Ovechkin tied for the Rocket Richard, but none of them got 50 goals. Uh, they both mm-hmm. ended up with 48 goals. So I was looking forward to Pasternak getting that 50th goal. He had two. He needed two more goals left for the season just to get that. Um, but that that is kind of unfortunate. But um, yeah, but yeah, I hadn't even thought about the lottery stuff um, and all that stuff, which I guess I I should have. Um, yeah. Um, and I guess the other thing is, is like, let's say they delay the playoffs, like even like a month or like a week or something like that. Um, it kind of like screws everything over a bit. Cause then the combine would have to be moved, pushed back to a week. Um, and then like the draft would have to be pushed back a week. I guess they would eventually like figure something out where like everything would come back to normal after the draft, I would imagine. But yeah, the, yeah. The, the combine would be tricky because, of course, you know, they're, you yep. need to do testing and teams need to be on hand to conduct those tests. Um, but, like, as far as the actual draft lottery and the draft itself, they yep. could conference call it. Easy solution there. And yep. they could always move the start of free agency as well. That That shouldn't be that big of an issue. Yep. Yeah, I think the... So. Right. The worst thing about the pandemic is, well, there's two worst things. One, there isn't a vaccine. But the other one is, is that we don't know how long this is going to last. So, um, so that's what makes it like yeah. terrifying to really predict. Like, I don't even know if there's going to be a draft really. Um, so that's the other thing. Speaking of which, um, this is our last question here. Is this, is this the most captivating season in recent memory? Um, yeah, I think this like if this is how the season ends um or even if we have the playoffs uh yeah this is pretty captivating this is probably one of the most interesting things already i mean not not to mention we had david ayers has um you know he uh won as a backup emergency goalie we had tons of trades that affect so many teams uh during the deadline um ovechkin got his 700th goal um i'm more upset mm-hmm. because the fact that the bruins were the best team uh bar none the entire uh year um and we may not see them um get a chance to even make win the cup um i guess i'm knocking wood here um and like pro- the providence bruins were doing well in the ahl as well so um, it's it's more annoying as a Bruins fan. Obviously, as I've been mentioning throughout this whole podcast, I understand why they did it, and it's something that they should have been doing a long time ago, but it is kind of the Bruins fan part of me is just like, uh, if only like it just had to be this season when the Bruins like had no hiccups. Um, but, yeah, so that's the frustrating part, but um, whatever. Um, yeah, but I think just even with this whole coronavirus thing, um, yeah, I think this is a pretty interesting season already. Yeah, um, and the Ottawa 67s fan in me feels your pain because, of course, the one time an Ottawa team is about to do something good, they can't have the nice things and something about and ruins it right and, and 
pisses on their grave. Right. Um, but there, this is gonna be an to week. Just like, oh, you know, what? What if this team won the cup? Or what? Right. What if this team won the cup? You know, like that's the that's the beauty of an unfinished season that I find so compelling is there are a lot of what if stories, whether it's individual accomplishments or team accomplishments, it's the same for the OHL, like Marco Rossi. Yep. If the OHL season doesn't pick up, he will be the OHL's leading scorer. The first time a 67 player has done that since 0304. And he got more points this year than that player did in 0304, that player being Corey Locke. So there are a lot of what if questions. That's what I kind of find compelling about this season. Um, you also have to remember that before the start of the season, there are questions about whether or not the NHL and the NHLPA was going to basically tear apart the contract and say, okay, the clock starts now. If we don't have something by the end of the NHL season, we might be heading into lockout territory again. And that didn't happen. Both sides were on good terms and they just said, you know what? We like the formula. Let's keep it going. Let's not have a, a labor dispute. And the season goes on as planned. And then we hear about Mike Babcock's questionable tactics. And then we hear about Bill Peters using the N word in a locker room. And it, it causes this cultural shakeup in the NHL, so to speak. So we go from that to a very close playoff race that we might not even know how it's going to end. And it would be really interesting hockey to watch over the next month if, if it did happen. And we've probably been robbed of a pretty good opportunity there. And then, of course, the once-in-a-lifetime pandemic that basically is the cause of a shutdown and not a labor dispute. So... There's so much going on in this one season, and it affects a wide range of issues and developments. I think that's what makes it so captivating is because it just had so many layers to it, and frankly, a lot of unanswered questions too. And hopefully some of those questions are answered and the NHL is able to resume its season and award the Stanley Cup. But uh, it, it'll be interesting if they get back up and running, how they go about the playoffs, uh, how they will shake out the positions because there's actually one player in points percentage system. They will do anything possible in their power to block it. So... The points percentage system already has some division within the league. Um, so that will be step one for the NHL. How do we make this playing field fair and square? And if it's to get people to play 72 games, then every team plays 72 games and then the playoffs start. But again, it all depends on when this season gets back up and running, if it does at all. Yeah. For sure. This is definitely an interesting, captivating season. Uh, speaking of which, I guess we should talk about uh, the, the upcoming episodes for us because we don't know what's, what's going to happen. Um, I think we're going to just try to uh, 
act like this is like the summer or the off season. Um, we'll we'll try to come up with some evergreen topics and um, discuss them like this um, in this format. I think we had like something. There was a couple of topics throughout this season where we were just we we're like, oh, we should just push that to uh, to talking about that in the summer. So yeah, we're gonna have a couple of those kind of topics that um, we'll just uh, we'll just have now that we we were gonna shelve for the off season, and we're I guess we're we're starting the off season a bit, little bit early, um, and all that stuff. And obviously, if there's breaking news, um, then we'll we'll talk about that. But um, other than that, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, stay safe, stay indoors. Um, you can, but the good news is that you can, that's one of the things you can do is you can listen to our entire episode, uh, feed here. Uh, you can catch it on a uh, SoundCloud. Um, you can also catch it on iTunes and Spotify. Um, yeah, our Twitter is, uh, Lace em Up, uh, or Lace Up Podcast, sorry. Um, our Facebook is Lace em Up. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, stay safe, stay indoors, wash your hands, all that stuff. I'm Brett Duboff. I'm Steve Ellsworth. We'll talk again in episode 211 of the Lace Em Up podcast.